Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, guys, we are back for our weekly roundtable discussion. Pia, you were the one who came up with that. Like like Chelsea Han- Handler had yeah. her like... For like round, my, these are my panelists. Like it's always been my like dream to be on a panel. So can I you. be chewy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not chewy. <laughs> Absolutely, you can have whatever role you want. <laughs> They're, all positions are open, so you can absolutely <laughs> take that one. Perfect. I like a good, comfortable chair. Uh, <laughs> listeners, today, for the first time ever, it's a challenge for us. We are, have a hard hour deadline. So this is like, for us, we usually, we, last week, we did a three-hour recording session. So I'm nervous for us. But we can, we can, we'll do our best. We're going to do the damn thing. Cut I'm to excited. Us, cut to us the last hour being like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then they said this. Okay, bye. And like, hey, yeah. Seriously, though? Okay. So right off the top, seeing Lindsay's pink hair, nothing, nothing signals emotional crisis like dyeing your hair a color we've never seen before. <laughs> yes. It's like, it's like when Gina on OC but went platinum blonde and <laughs> when Gina was doing all ty- having all types of weak that- moments, I'm gonna say because they were just weak moments and the extensions <laughs> and the extensions that didn't blend. Yeah, like when you see that, you're like, oh. And then even when Carl tried to be like, yeah, we both got haircuts. She's like, I didn't cut it. I wanted to dye it pink. I'm like, oh yeah, we know. It's that unicorn pink that. <sighs> She's mm-hmm. she's unraveling. Yeah, it's like we know it. We saw. It. We saw. Um, Love they're, you, all, girl. they're all being so cute to Alex. So I feel like they're going to address his absence at the reunion. I I feel like I don't know if you guys feel like this on social media. It feels like the cast all felt also felt blindsided by his edit. them editing Alex out so much. And it feels like they've gone out of their way on social media to make it known that he was a part of the house and they really enjoyed him on the show, which I love. Mm, I didn't know. See, I don't, I'm not all in the social media like you are, Pia. You really are a good deep diver there. Yep. So that's some good <laughs> intel for me because I didn't know that. And also because they did say when he came in, they were like, oh, your little break. So I, ha- I didn't know if it they knew that he was going to be. I just didn't know what was going on with that. Like it, it, to me, it looks like he only took one weekend off, but he was there for Lindsay's birthday weekend. They just saw that he was completely edited out of the 
episodes. So then they have like been trying to back him up. And Danielle was on Watch What Happens Live. I can't remember if that was the one she was with Lindsay, but she said uh, Andy read like a viewer question and it was like, should Alex be fired or whatever was some mean thing. And she was like, give him a chance. Mm. And that was pretty evident. They clearly like embraced him with yeah. open arms. This is a this is a, a cast of people that really want to see people come in and grow. Yeah. yeah. And that's why I would think we do like Summer House so much, because I do think that out of all the other franchises, they all do at the core of it want to get along and have a good summer. Yeah. And right. yeah. Um, sometimes it just takes people a little longer. But I think when they don't want someone around, it's people who clearly have an agenda who are just like being. Yeah, they don't come back around if they don't want them around, because if they're not genuinely a part of that friend group or they don't want you to be around, be a part of the friend group like Jordan, for a perfect example. Right. That's Before, a great example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They he it he wasn't flowing. He was being a fucking liar, as we all could see. And mm-hmm. it was just one of those things where I felt like nobody in the house really cared to have him around. He wasn't being authentic. And I think that there are probably some things that in his life that he wasn't really trying to share so that he was compensating. But then that was just not going to jive for them. So he and then he he was willing to leave too. like once it got a little heated and they were like, we're thinking about kicking either you out or was the other girl's name Jules? Jules. Well, I didn't like her either. And then oh. he was like, I'll just go. He was like, yeah, I, I don't need to. Also, get he's like any further. Too many questions. Yeah. <laughs> Too many yeah. questions. He he was struggling with some things and he mm. wasn't ready for that to be exposed on TV, to be to- honest. To- remember, he was like looking at the sermons on he would like look at the sermon every morning. There was just let's not get into that. That's too dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So Luke is not As coming. Luke is not coming this weekend because his friends are out of town. Thank you for explaining that. Got it. Um Here's my issue with this episode, because I just said when I was traveling, I did a bunch of like, ask me anything. And one of the questions was like, what's your I asked, what's your least favorite thing about reality TV? And one of my least favorite things is where at some point in the show, like season, it's usually like season five, six or seven around there. They start to get overly produced. And I said, Summer House is actually pretty good at staying authentic. This episode kind of got a little producery. And so Danielle's speech about the bonfire and the end of summer and let's just love each other. It was very produced. Producers were like, we need to have a little wrap up explanation about what we're doing here. Because I guess this was probably more chaos than they expected. They're like, we didn't expect Sierra to throw a glass. We didn't expect there to be all this Austin drama. And it just it, it felt not like Summer House. Yeah, you know, they had they. Yes. And I agree with you. I think Summer House is one of the least produced of the franch- franchises on Bravo. But they do have these moments where they do have produ- production because like in the first season, we had a similar situation with the beach. Remember we when we got into the like from uh, Vanderpump Rules when they had the whole oh, yeah. thing and they had um, the cast come down. So we've had these moments and that that's what that beach thing reminded me of when they had uh, the people from Vanderpump Rules come down. So, yes, I mean, if you have do- I can I can deal with it in doses, but let's not make it a thing, guys. Let's not make it a thing. But let's give it up to Lindsay for bringing it back with her t- her, her her Lindsay like freak out. <laughs> well, the thing is, there's like a couple moments I would say 
for me at the bonfire that were oh yes that were obviously noticeable and even with audio I don't know if you like yes. picked up on some things too but there was like the scene at the bonfire where Paige um Sierra and Amanda were talking about the prenup thing oh and oh. literally you can very much tell that that whole conversation was so overproduced well not overproduced but it was pretty much produced because she it was a voiceover editing you don't see Amanda and Sierra lips actually talking that much like I didn't Amanda, notice that yes rewatch the scene Ooh. when Amanda first brings it up you don't see her her words say prenup or bring up the prenup at all. It's just their face. They're just panning their faces, and then Sierra's reactions. Her, I think the exact words were like, "What the fuck? What the fuck about a prenup? You are lover boy. You yeah, never yeah. see her face. You it's never just the back of her head. It's just the back of her head. And the same thing with Amanda bringing up the prenup. It was just the back of their head. Now there were points in that conversation that were real because you saw actual lip service." But there was two sentences for sure. Sierra, that even if you listen to the audio, it sounds like it's in a different space than it is. You know that I'm gonna have to go back and like screen record that and deep dive into that later. Okay, okay. Oh, homework assignment. Let me know and tell me because I heard that and I'm like, "Mm, Curtis, this is not okay. So I'm glad you bring this up because I have had as a like a little project that I never can get around to doing. They do audio pickups on Housewives all the time. And it bugs me too, because like, it's like, when do they record that? Like, I, I want to know when they, cause they, they must, they must. Like when they pull them into a studio and and they're like, like, okay, do this like a damn movie. And they like like, have the scene playing in front of them. And they're like, okay, we're going to need you to say, and it's something that they clearly didn't even say in the moment. Mm-hmm. They just need you to say that in order to make the scene go because you can tell the audio is completely different than the actual moment in the scene. Yeah, like the room, like even yes. like when we're recording, like you you heard the yes. difference from when the my window was open versus it, when it's closed. Like the room, the like there's no background noise. There's yep. nothing that matches it. So okay, we were well when we get there, we're gonna notice that again because the whole bonfire. I I wrote in my notes like this is edited chaotically. It's mm-hmm. like they didn't know. It's like production was trying to make sure some stories wrapped up. So they like weren't sure what to focus on. Okay. We'll, we will get, I'm glad we're all yeah. on the same page. We'll yep. get there. Um, okay. So here's where I'm kind of pitching myself, not next season, but maybe the season after to be a cast member of Summer House. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Because they need an Emily. Let me explain why. They need someone who knows how to remind them that I'm sure Lindsay's absolutely being crazy. Absolutely. 100%. And you know, I'm a Lindsay stan. Yeah. She was, she was being much. Well, I, well, yes. The woman is prancing around. Okay. Curtis is hitting a vape pen just so we're all clear. That's what's happening over there. And he's an exact, and he's reminding us talking. all <laughs> that, they are, that they still are bad for your lungs, no matter what we do. Okay, so Lindsay's got pink hair and she's like, Ahmed is coming. I met him a week ago. We've been talking for a week and, you know, acting like she's in love with them. Sierra being triggered makes sense because she's, you know, she's got her issues like that's going to be her thing. They need an Emily to kind of remind everyone like, okay, makes sense. Sierra's a little bit triggered. She's going to be triggered. Lindsay's acting crazy. That's okay. She's acting crazy. There's they no need one another one there to relate to, to Lindsay a little bit because better. Because Danielle and- is still like defensive. 
for Lindsay because she's like, guys, it's okay. Danielle, uh, Lindsay's being totally fine. It's like, no, but no, also fine. way more mentally healthy than Lindsay. Yeah. And then, but like Amanda's very sensitive to it and young and like in a relationship that's so dysfunctional that she's in no position to be giving any advice out. And like, there isn't someone there to be like, guys, it's okay. We're all fucked up. Like yeah. none of you should be giving anybody any advice. Let's just sit back and enjoy. But instead, mm-hmm. they kind of want to like fix Lindsay. I, and I, I don't understand that. I don't. <laughs> that's it, not the way to go. It it bugs me because I'm just so over them being so obsessed with what Lindsay's doing. Like we, to me, I I'm not saying that, part- that I'm not saying that you can't like Sarah can't be triggered. We're all human beings, no matter what, even though they had a conversation and I feel like we were supposed to be done with it, like you can still have residual feelings and that's fine. But I'm just so over it. Like, stop. Like we are we were supposed to close that chapter last week and Paige again and all of them continuing to feed into Sierra. So, well, your feelings are still her. She needs to be sensitive to it. Like, no, we talked about it. We're moving on. And she's allowed like to continue and find people whether it, it's crazy or not. Like, that's what I'm is, saying. They're young. That's the problem. When I was in my 20s, I was a goddamn bitch. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, everybody, everybody's problems are my problem, too. And what the fuck is your problem? And I got to figure you out and I'm judging you until I became. Actually, I, I forget I'm lying about my age now. I'm 29. <laughs> <laughs> Same girl. Mm. Um, so I forgot about that. I forgot. So I'm only 29. So I'm very mature for my age. Um, but at my old age of 29, I'm very wise now. And I just know that like they're going to be like that until they get older and they learn. And Paige, unfortunately, now that she's got Craig and she feels all famous and shit because she's like, oh, my God, my boyfriend and my boyfriend and I are on big TV shows together. And now like he's falling in love with me and he's obsessed with me. I'm going to meet his parents. She's full of herself now. So we are fucked there. Sierra is so in her feelings and she's so hung, in it. She's hung up on the shitty guy. I I was hung up on a shitty guy who was the shittiest guy. He makes Austin look like Prince Charming. And I was a psycho Ciao. about it. I mean, so they're just young and they're being all crazy. And that's fine and dandy. And Lindsay's old and she said, I'm trying to get mine. So yeah. let's all also remember that. And I well, get but, that like but- they're mad at Lindsay being so psycho because she's not just like she's not yeah she's if she is giving a fuck that's the problem she's like i love him and it's it's, not like i'm having fun she's like i love him he didn't come home back to the house but the thing is she's she gives a fuck but it's her giving a fuck about her situation she's not giving a fuck about like sierra's bringing everybody into her shit and Lindsay, Lindsay, lindsay's in her room lindsay's in her room cussing him out what is that why do they care like, yeah, that's yeah, my thing. Yes, totally. Totally. She's, in, totally, she's totally. in her in her private bathroom tossing <laughs> this man out. OK. Also, when did Mind your business. Lindsay say last week <laughs> like, that she likes Austin so much where it's like Sierra's holding on to that for Curtis, I don't e. under Curtis. I don't un, I don't remember her saying. OK, it. I want to bring that up. Curtis. I, that is, uh, oh, thank that's you. A, that's an amazing point. The convert. This is this is where their rec- recollection of the conversation is incorrect. This what is where Lindsay- they're choosing. Yes. So information. The con- exactly. The conversation that Lindsay and Sierra had was Lindsay said, "Yes, I do yep. like Austin, but I'm still figuring things out." That's key word. 
figuring things out. But the thing is, figuring things out doesn't mean that I'm going to pursue Austin. It's saying, I, yeah, I, yes, I do have some type of feelings for him, but yeah, like I'm figuring it out. Like I'm seeing other people like, and she is, she's seeing other people. And I feel she literally like, said she's not putting all her eggs in one basket. Ex- I feel like within that conversation. Yes, she did. And that's the thing is Sierra. Thank you for bringing this up because I feel like I was forgetting it wrong. I no, was lost. I'm like, she keeps I, saying she, lo- she likes, I'm like, what'd she say that? She's exactly. <laughs> Sierra, this is Sierra's issue. She's just mad because I honestly think she feels like she lost that weekend and that and then the fact it feels like a slap in her face. The fact that, okay, if I lost you're and then now you're just going to talk to someone else. It's like, girl, that was what she's been trying to tell you the whole time. That's what her like. She's like, I wanted to. This is what I want to do this weekend. I'm going to do something again. This I feel like she's being pretty transparent in what she wants to do, but they just don't like it. And they're pretty much trying to slut shame her. That's what not not Amanda. No, um, Amanda's. No, trying, there's definitely slut yeah. shaming going on. Yeah, I, no, you're I, right. I feel like Paige and Sierra have this agenda, and I also okay. I just want to quickly go back, real, real quick. Um, I also feel like Sierra does this, like these little things that I don't know if people are picking up on, like when they immediately got into the house this weekend, um, and we find out that uh, uh, Maya and uh, Lindsay both, uh, they're the people that they're talking to, are friends. And they're like kikiing, like they're having a good time. Like I'm, I was really happy to see Lindsay and Maya having some moments. Sierra's up. You can tell she's visibly upset the fact that they're getting along, and it's because she doesn't. She's kind of doing a Hannahism where she was trying to isolate Maya and put mm. him, put 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 yes and put Maya on their team. And I feel wow, you, totally. Did you, did, did you pick up on that? I, I picked up on Sierra's added like. It, she it was, was she vibe. was annoyed it and was she was making she was making little comments when they were like just having like normal conversation. And this is why I stand for Lindsay, because <laughs> all of that happened last week and she came into the house fresh, just trying to have a good time. She was being nice to everyone. And Sierra has the chip on her shoulder. She's bringing the negative energy. So anything that that Lindsay does bothers her and it's nothing that she can do is right. And wow, so that was a really good observation. She was trying to like, she's, she definitely has been trying to isolate Mm -hmm. Maya. But Maya is just such a good person and like has such a good head on her shoulders. We're like, it's not happening. (laughs) And Maya's so open to, Maya's so open to exploring all of these things that she's trying to grow from. Like she's not afraid to cry about Mm -hmm. her fears with Oliver and her daddy things. And she's just open to it. And she's like cranky. And she, and I like, I liked Sierra being like, okay, you are in a mood. What the hell is wrong with you? And she's yeah. like, oh, it's just moving way too fast with Oliver. I like, I'm more maybe um, outgoing than Maya, but I relate to Maya so much. I like being alone. I am more introverted than I appear. I really connect to her energy in that house because I feel mm-hmm. like I would be Maya. I don't really like being that social. It would be very overwhelming for me. I was upset at the dress choice for the beach picnic because really, I wasn't that mad. At I was it. like, girl, you're going to have to sit in the mini dress. Yeah, no, you have to think you're not a girl, Curtis. In, yeah, uh, you so flashing, you're not thinking you're flashing about coochie that. the whole night and you're having to like because you have to yeah. thing, you have to like be able to sit. So you're you'd have to be your legs would have to be like straight out closed the whole time, or else you're just 
That's so funny. And I, she, I did peep her little as a gay man. Like I saw a little bit of her crotch, but it was when they were laying in the bed. As a gay man, I like how you preface it. Like, don't worry. I, I'm not I, I'm not looking for her pussy. I just want to be very clear there. But like when she was laying on the bed right before they got into the scene of her talking to her dad, like she was laying on the bed. And then the camera, I think the cameraman noticed it too, because then he just yeah. zoomed up just like a little bit yeah. and covered like yeah. that part. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. But yeah, I think yeah. that's also just coming in with like being on a show for the first yes. time. You learn, you'll, you'll, she'll probably watch it back and oh, be like, yeah. I love the season two glow up. And then I love the season mm-hmm. three glow up. Yeah. You also go season another, two, then you go season three. Another thing I really like about Maya is that she, no matter the drama that's going on, she genuinely wants to form a connection with everyone in the house. It seems like. Yes. She does. You're right. Like when like her and Robert, they have a connection because they're both chefs. Mm-hmm. And then like her and Carl, the way they mm-hmm. hug, like she really likes everybody there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm annoyed when they're trying to do that thing where they're trying they're to trying make to her, out her brain. They're trying to make her pick sides. Cause like just let her let her be friends with everyone. Like we don't need to do that. Like and it's like we know she likes y'all the most. We yes. know like she likes yeah. Sierra and Paige the most. So yes, let her she- be friends with everybody. Yeah, like don't totally. put her in that position because she's already like a nervous Nancy. Like, yeah. let, like <laughs> she already has that quality. Like, like I feel like you're don't make your, it worse. Yeah, like I feel like you're like not knowing that you're probably making her feel like, am I going to be make you guys mad if I like talk to Lindsay today? Like, please totally. don't do that to her. Don't do well, that to her. Well, to bring it back to your point, it's like Sierra is almost like she feels like Maya should be choosing a side because the way Hannah treated Sierra. Hannah treated her so Sierra naturally like went to the wind with Hannah so she feels like somewhere in her subconscious that this is how Maya should be operating since Sierra and Maya have a closer friendship oh also quickly I didn't listen to their podcast or anything but uh Sierra was on the giggly squad I saw them on sure she was this past week she uh she Hannah did like a little thing with Sierra and I was like is this I don't know just felt like I felt like they were like, oh, I'm, I'm going to need to leave Hannah in the fucking dust. Like pay that bitch dust. I don't understand. And that that is my biggest problem with Paige is her relationship with Hannah. Um, okay. Bonfire. I will say it again. The editing is just chaotic. They, they, I think I know why the producers wanted to wrap up things. So they were like, okay, Carl, I need you to pull Kyle aside to talk about how you and Mackenzie are broken up. Oh yeah. And so they're like, uh, uh, do you want to go talk over here? And then, and then I also want you guys to talk about the prenup thing again. So then they have that. And mm-hmm. then again, Curtis, you pointed out the conversation about the prenup because the interesting thing is I wrote down that when Sierra says you are lover boy acting like a prenup um, is ridiculous. That's bullshit. On Watch What Happens Live, Sierra said that she would have, she's like, I would get a prenup. So <gasps> it's did she? Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. oh. So now we're just we're contradicting ourselves now. <laughs> okay. And it'd be one thing if in that scene, 
like we saw it was because she it didn't seem like it was just that one line that she like they edited and dubbed in that made her seem like she was not for the prenup. It seemed like she was genuinely like, ew, prenup. Like that was her whole vibe. Yeah. It was just like, what the fuck? You are that boy. I'm they're so young to me. I'm like, that is the dumbest thing, like not to have a prenup because prenups can work for everyone if you do it right. They're lying, Pia. They are lying. It was really tacky, too. And when Paige was like, you're going to get more than half. I know it's and the thing is it's like Kyle works. That whole conversation was tacky. Was it not? Can I have can I just have one moment justice for Kyle? He works really hard on Loverboy. Very hard. And I think it was, I know that they're all girls and they're just having a girl like moment. So let's okay, I'm I'm aware of that. I'm not taking it too seriously. But honestly, he works really hard on that guy. He got a freaking sty for that company right <laughs> before really his wedding. Life, the sty is still healing. It's, it's still, still healing. It's he's, definitely still there. He's stressed. Guys, like, and the thing is, what they are unbeknownst to themselves is making the audience like, this is why he does need a prenup because you yeah. guys are, li- this is li- li- everything you guys are saying right now is why people get a prenup. Well, one point is I don't understand. This is why I think it's a lie. It's a lie. The lies. The, the lies. lies. The lies. Because I don't understand. Manda keeps saying in this episode specifically, she's like, well, I don't have anything paperwork tied to Loverboard. Or she's like, I'm not a part of the company technically. So why don't you have a prenup right so now? You want a prenup. So yes. you want a prenup because then therefore you would get zero Exactly. So actually, this makes that's no not. Sense oh wait, me. no. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of California. I was like, no, in California, she would get half. But she they live in New York. So yeah, New York is right. I don't know I, what they. I don't know. Like, get, I don't know. She would get. It depends how long they would be married. Right. Or two. Yeah. So. I don't know. But, but like, I just I, feel like you would want to have that on lock. Like, it, I don't it's have just, any technical yeah. stake in this company. Honestly, therefore, legally, I wouldn't get a dollar. It's just risky. Actually, I'm gonna. I I I I uh, had a double major in humanities pre law, so I have a little not law knowledge, tiny bit. Um, the thing is, I believe that he started Lover Boy before the relationship officially started. So if they don't have a prenup, I feel like if he got good enough lawyers, they could say that technically, like because she started that company with before their actual relationship, she has really no say in it. If, since she has no equity, no actual like written paper paperwork i'm just saying i'm not saying that she wouldn't get anything but i think to be safe safe she should have it written down that's why it it makes no sense that they don't while they're talking about this because it's just like amanda if you're if you are consciously saying you don't have any real like legal involvement in lover boy but you're saying you're objecting a prenup. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like protect yourself. Whatever. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. So yeah. None she, of this makes sense. None of this tracks like period. I need them to sign the prenup on TV for me to believe that they don't have a prenup before I, they were talking about this conversation. Yeah. Um, Robert has the great throwback line to the Hills when he says to Danielle that if she doesn't go to Charleston, you'll be the girl who didn't go to Paris. I'm so happy everyone picked up on that. I was like, it went, it went viral. Everyone got it. <laughs> it went the, viral. The first the first reality show, well, not the Hills, but um, oh, Laguna Beach, the first reality show to make it make it look cinematic. Ugh, the way that they shoot yeah. reality shows. Ugh, mm-hmm. Iconic. Um, Oliver and Ahmed arrive and Lindsay's acting unhinged. This is the identical way she acted when Stravi came back to the house after they broke up. This is like, like you could just have put 
Strawby in the same exact position and like dubbed him. It's like she does. She gets a baby voice. And I'm going to tell you right now, my number one pet peeve women do is baby voices. Same. Fucking hate it. I've been on this rant so many times on this podcast, but I'm going to do it again. When a woman makes a conscious decision to sound like a slutty baby, it pisses me off because women shouldn't sound like a little baby voice. Hi. What the fuck? I honestly hate that. And honestly, the only person that I can tolerate sounding like that is Paris Hilton because Even, she originated no, no. it. I'm sorry. I, I can't. Uh-uh. I can tolerate it. If you're a 30 Rock fan, I've, I feel like Jenna Maroney originated it. If you're not a 30 Rock fan, uh-huh. you don't get the joke, but Jenna Maroney did. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that she didn't, but I'm just saying I, I do too tolerate it from Paris. Because more so now, because she has been open about like that is a fake voice and that she does it for a persona. So I'm like, mm-hmm. now that now that she's just like super open about it, she's like, yeah, I do that. Well, <laughs> like, I thought it was her original voice until I heard no, her. No, she's no, it, voice. no, and she's then, like, she's like, no, I do that. That's a fake voice. Well, now we know <laughs> that it's a fake voice. But before, like back in the early 2000s, I just always thought that that was her voice. I was like, oh. well, I couldn't. I liked it. <laughs> Emily's <laughs> face right now. <laughs> I know. I like. I mean, as a teeny bop, I liked it. And then as an adult, I hate I'm going to mute now I'm- you guys. I'm going to mute both of you. OK, we're going to keep it going. All right. I'm moving on. <laughs> half an hour to get through the rest of the episode. We're moving on. I'm going to start muting you guys, but I don't want to hear about it. OK. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. Right. Kyle, tell this is where this is like Summer House is so not toxic compared to the other shows. Kyle literally tells Alex He's like, you've been on a cool journey. He's all slurring. He's like, you've been on a cool journey. When you first got here, you were eating like pounds of jerky and like for breakfast and shit. And then they flash back to him talking about his breakfast and like Paige <laughs> giving him that great look of like, ew, because he was like shaming them for their breakfast. Remember, he's like, yeah, you guys eat. I had half a pound of turkey, broccoli. And they're like, what? They, he really topped it off with that half pound of turkey. I'm like, in the yeah. morning? Yeah, with that um, head of broccoli. Yeah. But then he's like, but you've like loosened up. And Alex, like, I am so here for a journey of growth. So as soon as they showed that, I'm like, oh, okay, he can come back. I really do. Like, I'm a Same. sucker for it. I'm a, I really am. Like, I'm one of those people that have had, I had a, I've had a flop era the last decade. So I'm like, okay, if someone wants to come out of their flop era, I'm here for it. They can come. I agree with you, Emily. Um, I, I think I was before this episode, like we could get rid of Alex because he wasn't bringing much, but I like a redemption story. And I, and when he, I think it turned around for me when he had that moment where he was saying like, Honestly, now, like, I'm not, I feel like I'm finally getting to a point where I'm not as uptight. I really find them to be my friends now. And I'm, and I'm finally loosening up. And you know what? Everybody takes long, like, takes their own time in warming up. I'm, I'm, I call myself like an introvert extrovert. Like, I come off, people think I'm cold, then I'm very shy. And then I'm very outgoing, but it takes time. I have to feel comfortable to be able to show you my weird. Mm-hmm. Well, that's very sweet and cute of y'all. Oh God! But I Here we go. Go. He can go, and this is <laughs> why. It's cute. I love that they are all friends. Like, but we're still on a TV show. Okay. Okay. On, and we're still you're on Bravo. And you're and, not wrong. You're not wrong. And this is what I I, I do <laughs> like. I like Alex too. I love a redemption story. I love everything he said in last night's episode. It was so sweet. Mm. But I'm gonna need him to do something 
do something or say something at the reunion. I'm not saying you have to be ratchet to be on TV, but come it. with a, a, a statement, an opinion, a something. Like, well, I don't, he doesn't do, he doesn't have anything to say. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't put together any activities. Okay, you're but, right. You're yeah. not wrong. You're, you're Christian, right. You're not wrong. So if he didn't come back, I wouldn't be crying. But <laughs> you know what? I but I do love a hot man. So I, with arms. I think that if he wants to be back on the second season, everything will, will, for him is relying on the uh, reunion episode. He is going to have to bring it because I remember Andy said um, on Atlanta when Portia had her first season that he she was almost not asked back. And it was she had some amazing monologue that she did during the reunion. And he that was when he was like, that bitch is coming back. So, so she, I hope he. They just filmed the reunion. If, if he manages so. to do something like that, we'll all be like, "What?" I just don't see that happening. Right. But if he does, wow. I wouldn't yeah. mind seeing him back as like a guest that doesn't get an interview. Like, yeah, like he could, cameo. Like he could come for a couple weekends here and there. We'll be like, Alex, yay! Yeah, he was basically doing cameos the whole season anyway. You're right. You're right. You're but right. He, that was not his fault. He was edited out. <laughs> One whole episode. <laughs> so they leave the bonfire. And first of all, Maya was like not in the mood to deal with Oliver anyway. So she was more than happy that Oliver and Ahmed didn't come back. But Lindsay, on the other hand, it's funny because like Robert was traumatized by that bus ride. Like he got out of that <laughs> car and was like, OK, um, I'm scared. And she's like in the bathroom, fucking cussing him out. And she, and he's like, OK, you're he's like, if you want to have a conversation, we can. She's like, let's fucking go. No, let's fucking go. You're not going to berate me. We will have a conversation. <laughs> let's fucking go. <laughs> That's but like honestly, that's why I love Lindsay because she's fucking crazy. It's like, are we having a fight or a conversation? And like the fact that that was her response to if you want to have a conversation and not for rabies, she's like, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Wow. She's hilarious. I'm sorry. I know that she, she really can, is. She's, oh, she's I, she's just great TV. She's, she's meant is, to be on reality television. She is an, I completely understand also why the girl, some of the girls don't get along with her like don't get me wrong i'm very aware that her personality is an acquired taste <laughs> it's my taste but it's definitely an acquired taste so i'm not like mad that the was girl- danielle in the bathroom with her yes. Yes. and she left she was like i gotta go <laughs> well she was trying to be the referee at one point in the beginning she's just like she's like upset because you know she thought you were coming back and then, and then she's she like just- Took off, yeah. She goes, there's no hope. And the She's funny like, thing you that- came to the, I invited you to the beach and how does that make me look? How does that make me look? <laughs> the funny thing I love about the like, let's fucking go a response is the fact that she only said that it's because she knew she was wrong and she knew she needed to take it down a notch. But she did it still. You know what I mean? When you're like, okay, we do need to talk and have a conversation. <laughs> but instead of saying, all right, let's talk. She's like, let's fucking go. I think think I relate to Lindsay because it's like (laughs) when you get activated and you like even like I can know I'm wrong, but I'm like, I can. I don't know why I can't turn myself (laughs) down in this fucking moment (laughs) because I'm not about to be wrong. (laughs) Yeah. 
So then, then Lindsay with the baby voice again with Kyle, this was like cringe 10 out of 10. She's like, Kyle, I'm not going to come back into the, I'm like, what is this? And what, and Kyle is like, oh God, Kyle's like, what are we doing? He's like, he's coming back. He's like, no, he's not. I'm like, I, Lindsay, I'm going to need you to take like with the pink hair and the baby voice. We are full unhinged. We are unhinged. <laughs> like we all have a reason to be concerned now. Um, but then the next morning she wakes up. She's like, guys, it was all a miscommunication. He had texted me the time. I didn't have reception. <laughs> I overreacted. But that's how you do it when you act really crazy. And you they, co- no one got to argue with you. They're you like, co- yeah, you have to come back the next morning. Like, guys. I was being crazy. But then, <laughs> well, that's what she what did not on, do. She what was Andrea's what was Andrea's joke? You went from Niagara Falls to the Sahara Desert. What did he mean? Because she was like really wet and then got real dry. And then she got so angry, she got dried up. Oh my god. So that was that yeah, she was like she was running, she was running. I mean, it was a weird joke to say. Honestly, I didn't catch it until Kyle said the follow or was it Carl? Carl said the follow-up joke. I understand everything my hot Italian says, so you can shut it. (laughs) (laughs) But no, she didn't admit that she was crazy. She acted like she nothing happened the night before. Like she just gaslit the She's like, guys, what are you talking about? It's fine. Everything's fine. Everybody's like, everyone's like, so are you okay? She's like, oh yeah. So yeah, he just told me, <laughs> he let me know that he had to go home and it, it was fine. He'd actually been texting me. He was so I I didn't have it until I got back to the house. Miscommunication, guys. She's like, it was a miscommunication <laughs> where I got a little turned up. And I'm not gonna tell you that part, but yeah, I'm gonna leave that part out. But that's why she said miscommunication. That know, is yes. the miscommunication. That's honestly, what everyone needs to pick up on. Honestly. <laughs> That was hilarious. It was like miscommunication. I wish they had done a flashback real quick. <laughs> yeah, they really they they didn't troll her there. Like they were like, well, missed opportunity. It. They're like, we'll leave it. You know what? Maybe I'll make a post where I do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna say editors missed this opportunity. I'm gonna write that down. Or I'm gonna forget it. Missed opportunity. Missed there. opportunity. Because they really they always do. They there love was nothing a, they, miscommunicated they love, about they that. They love a flashback of something that they just showed. Like Bravo <laughs> editors actually overuse flashbacks. I'm like, yes. we just saw it. We don't need a flashback. I know. They, I do just, it, they do it to kill time, which actually kind of pisses me off. To tell you, I I just think it's really funny that all of those text messages came at in all at one time yep. and she's and, like and she's like oh <laughs> <laughs> like let's think about like she got off the phone after screaming and yelling and then like checked her text she's like oh shit like 12 <laughs> came through she's like sorry baby miscommunication <laughs> i'm just getting these oops <laughs> It just came through. Oopsie. All right. No, all, right. all right, guys. Oh, we only have 20 minutes. Here we go. Here we go. We got we got to do this. What did I say? We were going to have to do this fast. All right. Here we I'm go. ready. Let's go. We fucking got. This. Let's go. Let's go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Let's fucking go. All right. Party bus. Is it just me or do these people look worn the fuck out? These like <laughs> at this point, they're like, all right, party bus. Like they look tired. <laughs> they look like they don't quite have it in them. Yeah. I think a man, a couple of them probably had some PTSD from a couple other party bus moments. Yeah. They're like, Amanda. <laughs> yeah, they're like, we're not in the mood. We're doing this um, when Kyle says that his favorite body part was Amanda's vagina, it so was so gross full, and my it jaw was dropped. Fully Brooks saying that about Vicky on Orange County. 
Remember that? Oh my God. I for, see. And it's, it's so, it makes it so gross now. It's it gross. makes it even worse. Well, when he said that, I literally jaw dropped to it. Cause I'm like, I don't understand at 2022 that men don't understand by this point. When someone asks you, what's your favorite part about your significant other, your partner, you do not refer to their genitalia. Cause I'm, that's just, just not a thing. Okay. Um, Paige is asked if she would move to Charleston. If Craig asked, would you move to Charleston? Would you? She says yes. And then are you in love with Craig? And she's absolutely adorable because she can't answer it. And she takes a sip. And then Andrea, who really to me was like the MVP of this episode for the comedy, because first it were the bongos at the bonfire. <laughs> yes. And then he goes, who has the biggest dick that you have ever been with? And she goes, Andrea. <laughs> and he goes, yeah. Okay, because I have to talk about two things that you just said there. So for one, Andrea was getting sick and tired of everybody bringing up Craig. Okay, they were like, are you in love with Craig? Are you going to move to Charleston Craig? Andrea was like, you know what? Who have you, who's the the biggest dick that you've been with? And she was like, I can't say Craig for this one. I can't say Craig. Andrea. Let's also do justice for Andrea because as much as we've been giving Sierra all of her, like, let's, let's do her feelings. Andrea has been, I'm so happy he talked about this later. He has been so nice about the whole Craig thing, the whole fucking time. And no one so has nice. checked and no one has checked in no on one. him. No Not one. one person. Why don't people check in on Andrea and Danielle? He said it in the <laughs> right? episode because he's the good looking one and no one thinks he has a soul. And Italian. I feel, like this, I feel like the foreign thing makes him seem almost like a joke. Yes, yeah, it, it does. It is. It's, it's kind of like the queer thing that we were saying with yes. the queers back a couple of weeks ago. It just irritates me because like it's in, in order for someone to like be checked in on, they have to emote like. Yeah, they have that, a breakdown. Sometimes people who are going through things don't emote. Well, he also is crying every fucking scene in this episode. Well, I mean, so what else j- did this man have to do? Well, he just started to. So maybe for them, like, that's why I was like, whatever, we'll talk about it later. But OK, so Amanda, though, when she when Amanda asks Lindsay if she pictured herself marrying Carl, I knew what oh. she was doing. I knew what she was doing. She that didn't come out of nowhere for no reason. Amanda has secretly been thinking this for so long and she sees a moment she sees this opportunity she's like here it is guys here's the because she's like this ahmed guy is not it's not it it's so sweet it's such a a strabby 2.0 yeah like can we stop so she and she's a perfect moment Lindsay has pink hair she's unhinged let's just like (laughs) remind her let's steer her in the right direction uh, so they no, get to I the, caught that too. Yeah, okay. she knew exactly what she was doing because because Amanda loves Carl. So I love that she would love to see Lindsay with Carl because yeah, that means she also loves Lindsay. I and, yes. I and I think it I think that really showed this episode. Yes, I really do. Yes, even though I don't agree with her tact, but it was it was <laughs> it was unintentional though, and I it was an accident. She like so we'll skip straight to that. So okay, we get to Andrea. <laughs> We get to Andrea and the Paige conversation. <laughs> Which Paige, sit on Paige. a bad dick for this one. Yeah, shut the Paige, like, Paige, go, Paige. And I love you, girl, but go Paige and sit had on this some nerve. Yes. Nerve. Can, we, can we all give the middle finger to Paige right now? Like, girl, bye. Cause no. Bye. 
What? When she had the nerve to say, I can't help but feel a little used. Oh, I wanted to fucking. She, she almost had it. She, I mean, I get her being like, hold on, wait, this timeline is a little weird. Like, fair. Okay, fair. Because like yeah. in Vermont, you were really into Andrea. And then it turns out he was like also talking. Fine. But then when she went, it's hard for me not to feel a little used. I was like, okay, but. You no, were using. You were. You. And then. Hi. Uh, I was okay. so I was yeah. you want to talk about <laughs> you want to talk about like jaw dropping to the floor that was when my jaw dropped to the floor I was completely so confused by that because I was like you used been, I, I was like I've been like you've been playing both of them like the whole time until you decided to choose Craig because Craig essentially gave you an ultimatum let's be real yeah I I was she had some nerve I really didn't like that at all especially us seeing I don't know if if it was just from the interviews, but or if the like house got to see how much Andrea really liked Paige too. But I, as a viewer, I really picked up on how much he adored and truly liked Paige. Yeah. So from a viewer's perspective, as someone who didn't live through that timeline, it looks like Paige was dating Andrea, Andrea, and then chose Craig and dropped left Andre high and dry for the trash man on Tuesday. Yeah, I agree with that. And the fact is like, I do think I understand that the timeline might be muddy, but I think everybody's timeline pages, timeline, Andrea's timeline. I think they were just all being kind of a little messy when they were all talking to each other. That's hard. So that's fine. That's but what dating is. That's what da- that is what dating is. And my whole thing is it. And I know I think that it we do have more clarity as viewers because of um, Andrea's interviews but it just seems like okay he was like okay i did have a connection with Paige. we are going into summer house i still do kind of have residual feelings so i don't know how fair it would be to enter into a real relationship with somebody when i still want to see where it could go with this person so i actually think he made the most mature decision out of the two which is knowing that he was going to be living with this person and and, not realizing that craig was going to be so much involved in exactly no idea he had no idea craig and I actually think he made the, the most mature decision by telling her, hey, I am going into this house. I don't know what's going to happen. I would rather end it now and give Paige an opportunity. And I think he did. He gave her a fair shot in the house and he was doing all the things. But Paige was still talking to Craig and then she picked a person and then he was and and that happens like and he and the thing is, I also think he's taking ownership. The fact that he was like, I made the decision to stop talking to this wonderful girl, this wonderful girl, girl that I really had a deep connection with to explore something that I also felt like I had some feelings with. And guess what? It bit me in the fucking ass. And I'm There's, an idiot. And in he's, no and he, way he's coming he's off take, as a fuckboy. He's not bla- He wasn't blaming Paige. He wasn't blaming anyone but himself. He said, I take it. I understand her not wanting to talk to me because that sucks that I did that to her. And it didn't pan out for me. And I have egg yeah. on my face. We yeah. need more Amer- a men like that in America. Like literally just <laughs> take accountability and just be what you call a fucking man. So what I want to say to Paige is fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Paige. <laughs> and I mean that with all my fucking heart. I do. I do love. I do love you. Time, but and I love you. And that's why I can say fuck you. You don't talk to him like that. Yeah, that <laughs> that was the ego page. I'm sorry. Yeah. You're 110 percent in the wrong for that. You are. 
Well, then, and then speaking of like, just should have shut your mouth. Lindsay had no business getting involved and being like, you know what? Like you're talking to people and then I'm talking to people. I'm flirting with everyone. Lindsay, she she should have stayed out of that one. And so Amanda then like probably because of the wine, got a little confused and then accidentally activated Lindsay. Like she thought she could. She basically wanted to be like, Lindsay, sit this one out because she just wanted to be like, that's a different thing that you're doing. Because Lindsay was trying to be like, I'm flirting with everybody. And they're like two different things, two different things. And so basically that's what Amanda wanted to say. But Amanda's so sensitive and like goes deep really fast that she went to like a deep place with it. She's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, but you're covering something up. I'm like, oh no, Mm-mm. abort, abort, is- abort too deep, went too deep, too fast. And like we- Lindsay Mm-mm. fucking clicked on and went, what did you just say? Oh God. I'm, you and, looked like Lindsay for a second, Emily. I got scared. And, and Amanda starts crying immediately. She's like, oh, no, I've done what I did not mean to do. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's like, I feel like, yes, Amanda was cool or whatever for saying that. But I think what what really triggered Lindsay is that you're saying this, you're mentioning this in front of my frenemies. Well, and then I like, agree. Sierra I agree. hijacks the whole moment. And exactly. as, she, like, as she does, yes, as she, and then Sierra's like, oh, we're going to bring that up. Perfect. Because I was ready to talk shit. And she's like, <laughs> and actually. And so then Lindsay goes immediately on the defense because once again, she's being yelled at by Sierra. And then she, and then Lindsay's and not Paige. yelling back. And she goes, mm-hmm. OK, well, did you even apologize? And Sierra's like, for what? And she goes, throwing wine. And, a glass. and she goes and she goes. Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I apologize for that. But did you didn't apologize a hundred times? I'm like, wow. Sierra really doesn't want to. She take really ownership. took that number. The I know. Times. Uh, like, like we no all one, know she didn't. No one apologizes a hundred uh, times for anything. That's yeah. sorry. Like yeah. No, like yeah. she she was. I was like both Lindsay. Lindsay should have never gotten in the conversation, and neither should have Sierra. Like they yeah. both. They both need to take several seats. We're done with your narrative. We're done with it. We're bored with it. But then we do get the amazing, like Amanda pulling Lindsay aside. And like the setting of this scene was great. They're like in the vineyard. And Amanda is at the end of the day, she loves Lindsay. And so she is genuinely trying to say to Lindsay, like, I am concerned. You fucking have pink hair. You're in love with the new guy that you've been that you've been talking to for a week. Like we haven't talked about the fact that you had a miscarriage And you've always wanted a kid. You've been talking about how marriage, babies, like your timeline. Um, But then Lindsay does what she does best and gives an amazing monologue. And it's like out of a (laughs) lifetime movie. She's like, the narrative and the conspiracy theories are just wild to me. And she says, I will always, for the rest of my life, dive into the deep end. (laughs) And I will always, I will always put my heart out there. Because I don't want to waste any time. Yes, Lindsay. Well, I'm like, Lindsay, dive into the deep end. I don't know if you know what that <laughs> yeah. Dive into the deep end of like, <laughs> or off the deep end, whatever. You know, like it makes good TV. Like that's the thing about Lindsay is like, at, yes, maybe to know her in real life is kind of exhausting and draining, but she's meant for reality television. And you she can is. tell every reunion, you can tell bro- Andy loves her. Like when he, at, when he goes to Lindsay, he's like, oh, Lindsay, 
my moneymaker. I love this so much. He respects the shit out of Lindsay. Well, that's the only reason why I'm like, okay. I know. I feel like Andy likes Sierra and I feel like Andy likes Lindsay. I feel like he likes just because I did watch Watch What Happens Live, I think after. And Mm -hmm. it seems like Andy really does like Sierra. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. He loves pretty. Yes. He does. The gays. So, but so my whole thing is, I <laughs> feel I, I'm hoping because he, I do think he loves both ladies. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping there's some fairness here. So we'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay, also, guys, we did okay. it. Yes. yes. Curtis, Curtis, do you want Curtis? Last, okay. last thoughts. Right. Yes. Let's do last, last thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. I think Lindsay wouldn't have been triggered. If, as we know, Lindsay can take information because we saw how Craig talked to her the, these past couple episodes when it comes to the whole Austin situation, but he always did it in not such a like public setting. So I feel like she wouldn't have went off the deep end, as so would she would say, if Amanda originally would have did the vineyard speaking thing. That okay, Pia, last final thoughts? Um, I think that this episode is um, like... Uh, wasn't that 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 exciting, but we had some really great moments. Um, and I think that I found the moment where Carl and Lindsay, thanks to Amanda, I think the seed was planted. And uh, I'm very excited for that moment to have happened and looking to a bright future. And I'm hoping that everything works out. Oh, that reminds me too, because when that whole thing was happening at the vineyard, um, and Carl goes up to Lindsay and asks if she's okay. And then the girls, they're so annoying. No, Danielle. Like, it's Danielle. Danielle oh, goes, was it Dan- yes. And I'm, I'm going to have to message Danielle, my best friend and say, Danielle, what was that about? Okay. So it was Danielle who was like, why aren't you checking up on yep. everyone else? Yep. I thought it was. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know that was Danielle. I, cause That's, I rewound I it. Some- I even went back and rewound it because I was, it, cause it had to, they had to subtitle it. Because uh, he asked, how are you doing? And she's like, I'm fine. Why are you asking if I'm fine? Because I'm talking to guys. And then Danielle is like, okay, but are you asking uh, uh, Sierra? Are you asking Andrea? And he's like, she's my best best friend. friend. It was Danielle. Wow. Danielle. I mean, you know what? I'm going to cut. I'm going to. I'm going to cut Danielle some slack here because I think she again, she had a conversation with Sierra last week and she vowed to be more open and fair. And I think that's her trying to not just okay. do it that one time last weekend and actually apply it. Unlike Sierra, who is a liar. Oh, okay. That's how we feel. All right. We did it. You guys, we can actually do a one hour recap. I have to say, I did not enjoy this as much. I prefer when we have as much time as we need. I think your anxiety yeah, was on high. It really was like, I didn't enjoy this at all. Okay. So we'll never do this again. I will never, I will let them, I will let any person that tries to schedule me for a work thing that know that I'm busy until 10 PM. Let's in busy, <laughs> honey. <laughs> All right, you guys, thank you for joining me again. We will be back next week. Same time, same place. Thanks for having me. Thanks guys. Oh, wait, guys, uh, please. If there's any, anything you'd like to plug now is your time. Ooh, I'd like to go first. So please. I, I, it's not my thing, but I've watched it grow closely uh, over my friend Brittany and her brother created a game. It's a conversation game. It's not a comp- it's not a game to win. It's a game to start conversations, whether you know someone or you are really close friends. It's just a conversation starter and it's called Hella Awkward. 
And she developed it during the pandemic. And I've, I've seen the beta process of it. And it's grown so much now. It's in Macy's. Um, and it's just really taking off. She had a billboard here in LA um, on Sunset. So uh, Hella Awkward, you can find them on Instagram, Hella Awkward. Please buy, support Black-owned business. Yeah, Such a fun game, guys. Me and Pia played it drunk several times. <laughs> All right, um, Curtis. And also, you can, if you're looking to sell a home for cash fast or you're looking to buy a home for quick rehabbing for fix and flipping, you can check out my real estate investment website at quickassignllc.com. And also, if you like me, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Curtis Reed. That's Curtis with two S's, period, Reed, R-E-E-D. Wait, follow me. Wait, follow me too. Ah, follow Duh. me too. Um, my Instagram handle is uh, at Piagetv. If you can't spell it, it is P-I-A-G-E-T-V. Could look like Piagetv. Maybe I should be on TV. I don't know. I will link everything in the uh, episode description, guys. Thank you so much. Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening. If you wouldn't mind, could you do a little rate and review? Maybe even subscribe? All of the above? If not, hey, I get it. No pressure. I'm also on Buy Me A Coffee. Buy Me A Coffee is a great way for content creators to get some monetary support from their followers. And it's just very easy. Buymeacoffee.com slash She Speaks Bravo. The link is also in my Instagram bio. And of course, if you're not already, please follow me on Instagram. I'm also on TikTok. Not going to lie. I just post the exact same stuff on both platforms. So no need to follow both. But um, love you guys. Mean it. And I'll see you next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.